Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Average Superstar TV. I am your host, Lauren Lepre. Please hit that subscribe button on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And folks, we're back at it this week. Boy, I got I, I'm definitely call this week's show definitely a special guest. The big film out there right now is Terrifier, which I'm so glad to have a small part to do with. But this girl right here, I'm telling you, everybody's talking about this cast. Everybody's talking about the kills. Everybody's talking about these amazing scenes. And this girl's scene, what's this say, was uh, maybe it stole the show. But there's a lot of moving parts to this film. Everyone did really great. So with that, I will say, let's welcome from Terrifier 2, Casey Hartnett. Yeah, thank you so much. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, well, Casey, uh, I'm just kind of curious right off the bat. How has the weekend been? Because I know you were a working actress. You've been in TV and film. Has your phone just been maybe <laughs> blowing up a little more the last week? <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, yeah, it really has. Um, it's been really exciting um, to see people going out to the theaters and see, watching Terrifier 2 on a big screen and how excited people are. And even people who haven't seen Terrifier, the first one, are like, I I want to go see this. Either they're not watch, they're skipping the first one and then watching it after, or they're going to watch it before and then go to the theaters. So it's been really, really fun to even just hear people's reactions to one or both of the movies now. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely the movie's out. Uh, what's this? I'm, I'm gonna try to be able to. I want to be able to talk about this, but not go that detailed. But I'm just kind of curious. Have you gotten any text messages out of people saying, "Are you okay?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're like, "You're good. You're still. Here. You're good." I'm like, yeah. I "Made it." <laughs> yeah, it actually is funny. For um, we're coming up on a year anniversary, but uh, last Halloween, David and Damien were at Chiller signing autographs, and then they came to the Fright Factory on Halloween night uh, for an autograph signing. So that's where I spent my Halloween was with those two. And at that time, Damien's like, pulls his phone out. He's like, are you ready? And I'm like, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What do you got? What do you got? And he showed me your full scene. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> So I got to like see it first, and I obviously didn't say a word about it to anybody. Yeah. I just, but then he's like, "What? Do you, how do you compare it?" You know, and we're talking about Catherine scene in the first film. I'm like, mm -hmm. I think you might have topped it. I go, I don't know if it's preference. I was like, but I'm looking. I'm like, dude, like, what you do this for, girl? <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, and it's funny. It's definitely a very different scene than Catherine's, but. Damien knew that he had to bring just bring it for for the second movie to do something even if it was just you know to, to be on the same level or higher you, you gotta try to top it I mean it's really up to the fans to say which scene yeah. was the worst one but you have to have them at least pretty close and uh, uh, you can't get much more close than that <sighs> <laughs> well, well why we're at this moment i'm just kind of curious before this even took place like did he give you a big breakdown of like you know and then this and then your character dies did, were you kind of thinking like oh the typical horror movie like i'll be dead 10 seconds and they'll just get some shots of me of blood on the ground and i'll be done or was he kind of like you don't understand <laughs> this is going to be a long one like um yeah, so he he did warn me. He was like, "This is the scene 
that is going to top the hacksaw scene in the first movie. Um, well, that's the goal. And that's what he told me. He's like, we, we're going to go all out. Um, and he did in the script, you know, the script has the whole scene written. Um, it was all planned out, mapped out from beginning to end. And so, um, and so he did prepare, he did warn me, like when he was offering me the role, he was like, I just, so you know, this is going to have this, this happens to your character. Are you comfortable with that? And I was just like, yeah, that's fine. Let's go for it. <laughs> Let's try it. See how it goes. And um, so I was, yeah, I was excited. Definitely. Oh, amazing. Let's pause on this and then we'll, I'm definitely going to re-bring this up. I'm just curious, your background, where did you first get the acting bug? Yeah, I mean, I've been, I mean, I've wanted to be an actor since I was probably five years old when I fell in love with my first movie. Um, I, I also- Which was? Yeah, so the movie was Harriet the Spy. Okay. Michelle Trachtenberg won, and I thought she was so cool. I'm also a writer, so I thought, you know, she she's also a writer, and she was just going around spying on people, and um, I I would dress up. I would get my spy gear on, like walk around the neighborhood, walk around the block. My mom would just, like with my notebook, like being like, oh, today she's gardening, or this person is like, you know, <laughs> driving their car, and my mom's just like, so what are the neighbors doing today? I'm like, I don't know, um, but... Uh, I was also, I started out too. I was also a, uh, I was also a dancer when I was younger. So, um, I started dancing when I was three. So I've kind of been on stage since, but then I started doing, um, theater when I was 11. So, um, I've always been, I've always been interested in performing. And so that, yeah, when I was 11, I was like begging my parents to let me take theater classes and to let me do plays. And to, I was, you know, I obviously wanted to do film, um, but started in theater, which I loved. It was like my second home. It was a nice little family. And so it was, um, yeah, and I've never looked away. <laughs> That's great. So, so like right when you get out of high school, like was this like, did you get a full-time job and do this? Or were you like, no, I'm going for this? Um, so I, I studied film actually in college. I went to school and I actually studied film so that I could write and produce as well um, because acting isn't always consistent. Um, so, and I also just wanted to make movies. So um, I wanted to learn how to make movies. So I, I did that and then I moved to New York to train at an acting school in New York and kind of it all kind of went from there. Yeah, it's definitely a place to be, especially especially for television. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Not, they're not short of television shows. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, That's absolutely. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> were who were, who were the, the people you idolized growing up? Like, who was the role model? Oh, I mean, growing up, I feel like it's it's shifted. So I have. Myself. Really understand that, yeah. Your taste changes all the time. Of you know. Yeah, I mean, who did I idolize? I idolized the Olsen twins when I was a kid, for sure. And um, I loved The Parent Trap. I loved both versions, but I really liked Lindsay Lohan in that, and then in, of course, Freaky Friday and Mean Girls. Um, and then as I got older, you know, it 
um, I really looked up to like, I really look up to Brie Larson a lot. Um, and I also look up to um, some of the, I, I'm kind of a French film nerd also sometimes. So like Juliette Binoche, Isabelle Hubert, they're like two of my, two of my faves. Um, and then obviously, I mean, I've been reading so I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I've been reading yeah. so much about her lately just because Halloween ends is ending. Yes. But, um, and she has always just been really great the way she talks about um, herself as an actor and she's starting, she has her production company and I, th I think that's really cool. But um, yeah, I, there's so many, um, so many, Nicole Kidman, <laughs> Julianne Moore. Um, yes. I love Julianne Moore so much. Um, so yeah, there's a lot. There are just a lot of people that I really look up to. Marion Cotillard, all of them. <laughs> right. So my next question was, is I get you want to be an actress was horror movies actually something that like you, you were cool with them you liked them or it's work like what, what, what where did you fall into this uh category i i love so i love horror films i love watching horror films my thing with horror films is that i love to challenge them to scare me mm. <laughs> and that started when i was a kid because i will watch horror films by myself and a lot of people you know, there are people who won't, but I I think when I was 11, I, I watched The Grudge by myself. And um, I ever since then, I've sort of just challenged horror films to scare me. But um, I, as an actor, I never really, I was always a very quiet, reserved kid. Mm -hmm. So as an actor, I never thought I would go in that route to do like thrillers and horror films. I always thought I would just do like dramedies or dramas or something along those lines because those were um or you know like light comedies or something but um i started getting cast like after um i went to acting school i started in new york i started getting cast in thrillers and then now horror and i'm like oh like so someone saw this in me because i'm a very like because people just don't just by looking at me and knowing me they don't really think i can like get all like yeah 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 you, it, it, every actor needs an opportunity. I always to say that, yeah. you know, just to throw them in there and watch. I mean, sometimes you get, they're, they're judging the book by the cover, like this, you fit here or only here, you know, but you don't realize you don't give them a shot, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so I, I don't, I, I didn't really, I, I was open to everything, you know, I, I, you know, as an actor, you just want to be challenged and you want to do different things and play different characters and just learn about different people by playing these different characters in all these different situations. And so um, I was always, you know, never close to horror or anything like that. I just never thought, I, I don't know. I just never thought I was that intense of an actor. <laughs> I was like, I can do it. I promise. Well, welcome to the club. You, you're, I'm telling you, you're definitely just, a, you're one of the new girls in town that could take the title of Scream Queen. And if you don't believe it, uh, wait the next couple months of, of the fandom that's coming your way. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess my next question is, did, how did you even hear about Terrifier 2? And was it a film you already saw and was like, oh, cool? Or was it looking at, I got five places to go audition today and, if, you know, yeah. wherever fate goes. Yeah. So I, um, so there's a website called Actors Access that yes, both actors and agents use, of course. So they posted a breakdown 
Um, I think I like, so at Posted Breakdown, I submitted for it and um, I got, I got an audition. Of course, I got it first a self tape and I actually hadn't seen Terrifier yet. Um, the first one. And so I waited until after the audition process, just so that I gave my own performance rather than, you know, trying to be influenced or rather than being influenced than um, anything from the first film. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't in my head about it and just did my own thing and gave my own performance. And, um, and then, yeah, when I finally, I did a callback with Lauren. Um, so we read together which was lovely. And then I did a third callback, which was like a screaming scene just to see how how far I could go with that. And then um, when I booked it, I watched Terrifier and I was, honestly, I was excited after that. Cause I was like, okay, let's see. I really liked the script so far that I had been auditioning with. And then um, when I finally saw it, I was like, that was crazy. That was wild. Like, and, but I loved it. It was so, it was effective and I really, um, for a horror film and a slasher film, I was really excited by what I, from what I saw in the first movie to what I was reading about for the second movie. So, yeah. Did you start to catch on at all the hype of like, for as far as horror movie fans for, you know, for the love of art, the clown. Like, yeah. Did you kind of start realizing like, yeah, it's one of those things like you, you kind of know you have something, but don't speak too soon. You never know. Did you, did you kind of have one of those? Moment. Yeah, well, I think too, I'm so used to doing indie films and I'm so used to doing indie films where it's like, you know, it has a limited release, goes to film festivals and and then that's sort of the life of it. Maybe it's streaming, but you don't really, there's no huge hype around like all, all of these indie films all the time. Um, and then you're just, you just are proud of the work that you did. And so for this film, when I, you know, when Dave, I mean, David and Damien were still going to festivals for the, for Terrifier and all the, you know, and the girls from the first one were as well. And so it started to register for, I think all of us in the second film, um, that this was, it had a really great fandom and Damien and David told us that too, but it doesn't really register until you're experiencing it. I think I was like, yeah, like, but also you just never know you never know how what, what's going to happen with a film and so um i sort of think i just it makes sense that terrifier 2 has had an even bigger release um distribution release than the first one um because of that hype but at the same time i think in my mind i was just like yeah it'll probably just go to streaming and it'll be exciting and fun and that'll be how we'll watch it. And I didn't, I just, I was like, that to me was exciting in itself. So the fact that it's gone to theaters has just been even, I don't know, just even more amazing. So my next question is, and I'm going to give you a fast back, uh, backstory here. Um, when I, I met David and Damien after the hype of the first movie, I had them on my, my Princeton television show and we stayed in touch. And then when Damien says, Hey, like, the movie's, you know, making the second film. I'm like, I better be in that. My face better be in that thing. And I ended up playing the DJ at the club. So um, everyone should keep an eye on that. But yeah. at the same time, I said, what can I do to help the film? He's like, well, I need a lot of locations. So 
what the final scene at the end of the movie where Art fights Sienna, that took place in Philadelphia at the Fright Factory. And that, what a location, I'm telling you, anybody who's a fan of horror movies, anyone who's a fan of Terrifier too, you better get down there during Halloween season and check this place out. It's amazing. It's like 30,000 square feet and it's awesome. Now I filmed there a couple previous years ago with my film, The Dark Military. I just used one room for like a terrorist scene and a story. But I did know when I filmed there, it was in the summer and it was boiling hot. And I knew what Damien said, uh, he wanted to film there. It was going to be the wintertime. It was going to be cold. And then I uh, knew Lauren Lovera through the uh, through the, scene, the acting scene in Philadelphia. That's where we're both mm-hmm. from. And yeah. I'm, as soon as I saw her outfit, yeah, I was like, oh, no. She's going to kick me in the freaking side of the head because I know another girl knows karate. I was like, like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, does she throw that? armor down and like maybe getting a pair of jeans and a sports bra or something because i was like she's gonna be freezing in there so basically when we filmed there for i don't know i don't know exactly how many days i know i was there like 16 but it was uh november and it was dead winter of february and then covid hit so it was basically it was freaking cold so my big build-up question for, for you is for how all that blood and guts you had to wear was it at least warm where you're at? <laughs> I'm no, sorry, no. kiddo. I'm way sorry for you. No. no, I don't feel as bad for Lauren. <laughs> it was so cold. I feel like the majority of filming was over the winter, um, regardless. So we filmed, obviously, before COVID, up until March, the beginning of March. And then we filmed my that big scene um at the end of 2020 but in december so first he was like maybe august and september and then he was like maybe october and then it was december and we had to film it in december and um it was like 30 degrees we filmed it upstate there was no we had heaters but we had to turn them off while filming the scene so there was no actual heat in the building or in the I barn that we were in. was this uh, the one was this the albany shoot Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was, yeah. I, I remember. I was just like, I want to go. It's just too far away. But so was that, that was a built set for you guys for, for that? Yeah. So they built a set in a barn um, and it was really cool. It was, it was great. And then, so they built the bedroom there. So they built Allie's bedroom and Sienna's bedroom because in Sienna's bedroom, there had to be, I don't want to say, there had to be flames. <laughs> and well, then in and then in Allie's bedroom, there had to be some blood. So um, she used the word "some." <laughs> a little, a little yeah, blood. But um, but it was so cold. They had heaters, and in between each take, I would just like huddle in front of a heater, and then they'd be like, "Okay, go praise myself for this." So um, it was. And it was five days. It took us five days to, to film that scene upstate. So it was five days of adding effects each day. And then five days in the, in the cold. It, was, it had snowed as well. There was a lot of snow on the ground. I remember that. And um, so it was, yeah, it was pretty wild. It was very cold. But it was, it was kind of thrilling at the same time. We were all just delirious and having a lot of fun. 
Yeah, God, God bless you, kid, with that. Because I, I, I've never been in a, a, a brutality scene of what you went through, but I know what it's like to lay there covered in blood, and it's just not fun. This, this is like, you can't, don't move. Like, just, where am yeah. I going to go? <laughs> I, David remembers this, and for some reason, I think I, like, I do vaguely remember this, but supposedly I got stuck to the carpet. Um, <laughs> and I, like, I had so much blood on me that I was sitting, I was like on the floor. And I just like got stuck to the carpet and had to like peel myself off because the blood was just everywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could stay in this spot forever, but what, do you have any particular moment of the film that is your favorite during making it, like making it? Is that, well, they're, they're a great group of guys. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, of course. Um, I, hmm, I really liked the trick-or-treating scene. I thought that was really fun. Um, and there's some, yeah, that scene was just, there's something about that scene that was so fun because it's so dynamic because it's such an important scene for Allie's character where this whole revelation kind of happens. And, um, it was really fun working with, um, yeah, it that, that scene was just really fun and working with, um, with David and everyone else who was, who was there for that scene as well. So. I yeah I do remember that and having a bowl of candy just passing out candy. <laughs> hope, you, hope, you, hope you got to eat the candy when uh when, when you wrap. Oh, the we scene. definitely ate the candy. <laughs> out of curiosity, when the scene's done, well, actually, not just for the first day. I'm talking because I don't think any of those five days were probably good for you. What's it like getting that off of you? Did they take you to the car wash and power wash you? Like, how do they get it off? Of they you? I don't. Know, I don't even know if the small town had a car wash. Um, <laughs> uh, they basically what happened was I I remember I soaked in a in a bathtub and like I just soaked in a tub for a, for a bit and then I remember just sitting in the kitchen of where we were staying and everyone like multiple people like Damien Phil Scott. Um, some other folks just scraping all the prosthetics off of my body, just and me just sitting there like, <laughs> like <laughs> out, and them just scraping the prosthetics. I I helped a little bit, like to the ones that I could I could get to, but like there were some on my back <laughs> wow. that, I, that like I don't know. So it was just, and it took it was a it's a process getting that off. They there's um. Some I can't remember what's in it, but there's some solution that Damien had that smells like Fruit Loops. It smells like Fruit Loops. I just remembered that, and um, so that so their whole room smelled like Fruit Loops, and they were just scraping all the all the prosthetics off. Yeah, because he does awesome practical effects. It's so good. Yeah, Damien's a one man army with uh, of talent. Like he's he's got his hands in everything, you know. <laughs> but. Mm -hmm. He's definitely setting the bar with that. And uh, it's yeah. so, <laughs> well, you know, when that part was wrapped, did you have any nightmares about being called back? Like, oh, one of the files is corrupt. We're going to need to come back. <laughs> you know, I actually didn't because I think it was really, I think we felt pretty, I, I don't know, for some reason, I just didn't think, maybe I just didn't think that would happen. I think by the end of it, I was just so tired that I was just like I actually went on a road trip it was actually my birthday right after we filmed that so I drove around upstate and went all the way to like New Hampshire and I just I tend to do that I'm I like love to travel and just do random things but um 
I actually cross country guy. I completely, I completely understand what you're going for. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I love road trips. And so I just drove around upstate, went to New Hampshire. Um, and I was just kind of, and there's this huge blizzard too. So after we filmed, I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, bye guys. And I just like get in a car and drive off and, and, and there's a blizzard came and, but, um, yeah, I, I feel like that sort of was a very, it was a nice thing that I think I did for myself. It was not only was it my birthday, but it was also very nice to just sort of like decompress after that. And just you make Concord. I, I always liked Concord up there. Oh, Concord. Oh, no. no oh, wait, where did I go? No, I don't think I went. I didn't go. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that place, but I mean, it's small, just very small state. But yeah, I'm always, I'm always curious when someone says a state. I'm like, where'd you go? Because like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I've done cross country like six or seven times now. So yeah, I think it's the best way for everybody to cleanse their soul and just yeah, reset right. and just understand why we're here. You know? Totally, I agree. Love yeah. it. So, I was out of curiosity, in the last week, did, like, your family members get to see this film? I Honestly, I don't think my family um, has seen it. No one has told me that they've seen it. Um, my mom told me that she doesn't think she's going to be able to. <laughs> Sounds like my mom's. Yeah, it's a mom. Yeah, they don't... <laughs> <laughs> Even though they realize it's a movie, they it just, it's it's a sight they don't want to see. I imagine. Yeah, it just so I honestly don't. And I told them I was like, it's okay. I take no offense to that. But my mom's like, next time you do like a princess movie, let me know. I'm like, okay. No, she didn't say that. But that's essentially the movie she would probably like to see me in. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it just she just doesn't. I think she just gets too nervous because she saw a play I did. My parents saw a play that I did where I, my character was in a psychiatric ward of a hospital, just going through all these like depressive, like depressive lows and manic highs, like the whole time. And um, that was really hard for them to watch. So I think after watching that, they were like, I don't think I want to watch this. <laughs> they were like, I think we'll stick to um, whenever you do a comedy next, but um, they support it. And I know they want to see it. They want to see the work, but she's just too nervous. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, how are the, uh, like the Terrifier fans, uh, have they've kind of been reaching out to you and, and, and doing the right on thing or, or is that, that train not hit yet? No, it has. It's so nice. Um, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, really wild and really nice. And I, I always knew from David and Damien talking about it, how nice the fans were and how awesome these fans were. And um, they really are. Um, everyone's been, I think it's really nice because they've been really supportive. And it's, um, I, I think I'm just really relieved. And I think we all are, or as actors, really relieved that they like the film and that they liked, you know, various parts of the film, certain parts of the film. And um, that has, it's been really nice to, and it means a lot to really hear that from from people who, you know, who are fans of the film and who have seen, went out to see the film and were excited for it and excited by it. Um, so I wasn't, 
of course it wasn't sure what to expect, but everyone has been so nice and that's just been really pleasant and comforting in a way. Um, yeah, it's been, so that's been nice. Yeah. That's, that's great. And welcome to positively I say open, open arms. Welcome to the horror community. You're going to be, I know you're going to be at convention soon enough and uh, that's going to be a whole different world for you. I also don't get to ask, any of my guests that I've ever had on this show, this question, this might be the only time I get to ask this question. Okay. <laughs> it's a fun one. How do you feel about over this past weekend, all the reports of people puking in the theater? Oh, I feel so bad. Um, I feel so bad. Sorry, my sunlight is weird, but I feel so bad about that. Um, and it's Damien's fault. It's always I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're both like, Oh, I hope they're okay. I just hope these people are okay. And so I've just been warning people. I was warning them before, but I've just been warning people even more so now. Like, look, if gore makes you nauseous or queasy or makes you lightheaded, just be very careful while watching this movie. Um, and uh, I just because, you know, I don't want anyone to have a bad experience watching it. I don't think any of us do. But um you know, so unfortunately, people have gotten nauseous and queasy and fainted, and it's wild. It's kind of, and some people are like, oh, this is great press for a horror film. You it, know? Really, bad press is, there's no real bad press. No. To, yeah. <laughs> if anything, that's going to make the horror movie fans run towards it. Yeah. And in a small way, even people that aren't into horror movies be like, people were puking. Like, what, they, what could be on that screen? Let's go check it out, you know? So. Exactly. Yep. It might help this uh, next weekend coming up for its last run before uh, it goes to streaming. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. We'll see. I hope more people continue to go and see it. Yeah. We and what I mean. So you've now got. I would say uh, you could put like a checklist of like an impactful film you've now been in. Uh, what other what other goals do you have as an actress? Yeah, so many goals. Um, I, so I, I am, I don't know. I mean, of course, like I, I would love to do more television work. I think that that's something that would be really fun and exciting to explore. Um, and I, I mean, goals as an actress, I would love to just continue doing work that feels, um, that feels challenging with good characters, good stories, um, I'm also a writer, so I do have a couple film scripts that I'm working on um, that I, you know, that I'm hoping to get made eventually and hoping to, you know, act, direct, produce, which are like all of the above are some of those. So um, there are, th yeah, so I have all of these goals. I also, um, like I said, I'm kind of a French, I think I said this, I'm a French film nerd. <laughs> yes, you said it earlier, yes. So, um, I, I have this goal for myself too, to work internationally. Um, In I a black like, and white film. Sure. <laughs> but um, I really would love to work with folks from all over the world and just collaborate with people and tell stories from all different sorts of backgrounds and perspectives and things like that. So that's I just, like I said, I love to travel. So I think we're, you know, doing, eventually just working with people from all over would be so cool to just learn from them and learn about, you know, their 
their stories as well. So that's that's the big goal I have, a dream I have, I suppose, a goal, a dream. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> man, I, I, I like it. I, you know, that's you. You run with what you what drove you to in to being an actress, anyway. I mean, it's yeah. just what, that's what anyone's supposed to do. You're supposed to run towards your passion. So, those are your goals. Good luck. I hope you hit every one of them, and thank any you. more that pop in your head, I hope you get those too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you uh giving you the floor as we get ready to wrap it up here? Is there anything you would need to plug? Any way of anyone getting a hold of you? Anything new besides Terrifier Two coming out? Um, nothing to really talk about just yet. Okay. Um, but I guess to get a hold of me, I'm on Instagram <laughs> and it's just my name at Casey Hartnett. Um, and that's pretty much that, but yeah, I mean, I am really, I've really loved, um, being kind of diving into the horror genre in this way and it's the horror community and it's been so fun. And I'm just really excited to see to see what happens next. <laughs> well, you did a fantastic job. You definitely have, I would say, going forward, when ho- horror movie fans always love to talk about mm-hmm. certain parts of films and particularly the kills. Mm-hmm. I think like that top list, I think you just crammed yourself in there like, I'm here, bitch. Like, <laughs> we did it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, if this doesn't uh, like be frozen in time in the horror movie community, I don't know. I don't know what people are watching. So, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well, thank you. I'm. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just glad that people have liked the scene. You know, I'm. That's. That's the goal, and um, I'm just glad that they've enjoyed it. Yeah, well, they, they have, and we'll continue to. And uh, yeah, yeah, welcome to said welcome to the horror community. Uh, you're 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 now a scream queen. <laughs> it's all coming. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Casey, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for I, having me. I thank this audience for taking the time to check us out. We drop a new show every Monday morning. Please hit that subscribe button on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher and iHeartRadio. And with that, Casey, I'll say thank you again, and I will see everybody next week. 